genre. Welcome to the Jane Silent Bob Minute. We're covering the movie Dogma, one minute at a time. Today we're covering minute 87, quite possibly the greatest Lucifer minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Tarkach. And this minute starts with not Lucifer and ends with the prophet. <laughs> Sorry, there's there's actually no Lucifer in this minute. I There's I no lied. there's no Lucifer. Lucifer gets mentioned. That's all we get. <laughs> That's it. He gets a shout out. Sorry, Lucifer. It's the best we could do for you. We ran out of time. We didn't have time for Lucifer. <laughs> Maybe next movie. Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> Unless you consider Harvey Weinstein, Lu- Weinstein, Weinstein, Lucifer, Weinstein, like Frankenstein. <laughs> oh, Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, some people do consider him as Lucifer. So, yeah. all right. So we find out we read at the beginning. Metatron throws us out there and says, "This is not Lucifer." Oh, boo. We were all hoping it was Lucifer, so we could have a huge right. battle at the end of this. <laughs> but it does make sense. Lucifer would already be trying to take over heaven. Yeah. If this was Lucifer's, Lucifer's, Lucifer's opening move, it wouldn't be like, all right, now I'm going to sit back and chill out. He didn't seem like the sit back and chill out type. No. No, no, no. If he's got him trapped, he's going to go take over. That's what he's doing. Now, my question is, he's like, oh, he would have made his move to conquer heaven. Um, follow up. Are you prepared for that? Apparently not, because they can't even find God at this point. <laughs> so like I said, thank- I, I, I said a hundred years ago when we were at the beginning of this that I was reading um, about the fucking war on heaven, <laughs> and that in the book there's this huge build up to it, like oh my god, here it comes, and it's over in two seconds. Yeah, uh, Gabriel, I think it's Gabriel that comes out, and it's just like nope, and all the forces from hell are defeated, and they're locked back in hell. It it does it uh, does sound anticlimactic, but it does sound like that's possibly what would happen, you know. Oh yeah, but it's but like were they able to get that stunning victory because the angels were kick ass, or was it because God was there? Right. Well, either like, way, not in this movie. Like, if they don't have God, do they not have their mojo? They can't be doing all that stuff. Is that what it is? He's missing, so everybody's got. There's. I don't know. They can still transport people around and stuff. Walk on water. You still that yeah. stuff. Well, again, we don't know if that was an angel thing or if that was just Alan Rickman. True, true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he makes a good point here of like, well, and we know Bartleby and Loki aren't from him because he wouldn't want that either. <laughs> like, right. Lucifer's whole gig is not being blinked out of existence. No, he doesn't want to get rid of everything. I don't understand why Bartleby and Loki want that, or at least Bartleby. Well, at this point, they don't know that. Right. Like, all he, he yelled at them on the train, like, you don't know what you're doing. Like, you don't, this is bigger than you know, and they were gone. They don't know that, like, all of existence ends. Because, but doesn't again, he find out? Yeah, but by the time he finds out, he is fucking gone. He's already True. gone. He's, like, he's completely psycho by the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. done. Like I said, if they could have somehow intervened on the train and sat him down and somehow had a conversation with them and said, like, listen, you're not going to get back into heaven. You're just going to end all of existence. Yeah. I think rational beginning of the movie Bartleby backs off at that point. Yeah, you might have got through He's way too – he's too pot committed at this point. Well, and, and when he's when he's fully committed, there's no backing off. Even though he finds out what's going on, either way, he's screwed. So what's he going to do? He's just I believe at the end he says along the lines of like, I don't care. Like, right. 
It doesn't matter, you know. I'm, I'm in too deep now. What's it matter? Right. Right, because he's he's even if he gets back in, they're you know it's not going to be good for him. I lose a lot of respect for Mattachon right here, despite the fact that it's an amazing line where he's like, I don't know. I guess we get drunk because I'm all out of ideas. <laughs> Looking <laughs> but seriously, you're drunk. out of ideas. Like your absolutely last ditch idea would be like, let's go stand at the fucking church. <laughs> right, right. But instead, he gets an idea from the two stoners. <laughs> Like, that's the only place you know they're going. Yeah. Everything else, they could come at it from a million different angles, but you know they're going to the church. <laughs> right. There's nowhere else for them to go. And then James is like, well, we ask this guy to close the church. It's one of those, uh, yeah. is the idea so simple that these fucking geniuses never thought about it? <laughs> so, right. You just ask George Carlin to close the church and everything's done. Is this one of those things where, like, you're trying to come up with a really complicated solution to something and the kid's just like, well, why don't you just turn it over? And you're like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Also, I feel like maybe they didn't have this exact idea, but like, this man's a cardinal, right? Yes. In the Catholic Church, you guys are angels. None of you geniuses thought to go to him already? (laughs) Again, we spoke, we talked about that last minute. Just, how about you tap all the, all the, the clergy and get but them to him help and specifically yeah yeah he, they're coming here, I get, to his I, church I, I come at this from two different directions i would send one guy to him boom uncase your wings i am an angel do not do this right i send another Knock one to the vatican to the pope yeah. boom i'm an angel i probably send metatron to him i am the voice of god you need to tell this person this cardinal not to do this knock, knock this shit off yeah, like yeah. he's going to bring on, you know, hellfire, blah, 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 all that bullshit they love to hear. <laughs> and then, but again, like, no, it's like they're incapable of using the simple solution. They're like, what's the most complicated thing we could do? They probably have angels out there doing really complicated shit. Right, right. And instead they can't find somebody to go stand in front of the church. I think they're probably out there. They're out there chasing Azrael around. Like, they're doing the hard part. Like, they're chasing the dude around instead of, it's you know, you don't, what is it, the old Wayne Gretzky thing? You don't pass the puck to the guy. You pass it where he's going to be. Like, don't chase the right, fucking right. guy around. Like, you know where they're going. Yeah. I mean, if you got some people, yeah, I'd send some people because I would try to backtrack them a little bit. But, like, don't just fucking chase them around. Like, you're, you're looking stupid now. You know where they're going. Just wait for I them. I mean, you're getting outsmarted by Jay here. <laughs> Who is literally smoking a joint as he tells you the the, the solution? <laughs> smoking a joint in a restaurant. So I have to assume that Metatron is putting up some sort of thing around them. So no, that, it's like, the 90s. I understand. It's nineties. Can you smoke fucking weed in there in the nineties? <laughs> no, no, you can smoke cigarettes. No, you can smoke weed in there now, but not in the nineties. <laughs> That's the difference <laughs> in New Jersey, anyway. No, the problem wouldn't be having the weed. The problem would be you smoking it. Be like, listen, sir, we're going to have to ask you to step outside with that. You can fucking take all the edibles you want and get fucked up and lick the carpet, but, like, you're not – no smoking. <laughs> I don't know. The entire state of New Jersey now smells like Oh, my weed. God. Everywhere I don't want to hear about go, how everything smells like weed oh again. Oh, God. Everything smells like weed. I hate it. I hate it. I wish I listen, liked weed more. You're a sensitive little flower. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's weird, though. Like, I'll walk past, like, old people's houses, and the smell of weed is ridiculous coming out of their houses. Listen, there's an old saying that if you smell shit everywhere you go, it might be on your shoe. 
<laughs> but I don't smoke weed. I don't like sure it. You don't. It makes me tired. <laughs> sure you don't. <laughs> that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, there's been a couple episodes on here where I thought you were at the very least sniffing glue. <laughs> Maybe by the end of this one, because if I finish this next beer, it's going to be uh, a little ugly. Oh, we should have done like 20 episodes tonight. Oh, uh, yeah, we should have did like 10 in a row, throwing up on the end of one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> at the very end, you'd be like, let me tell you about what I think happened on January 6th. <laughs> I'm not even going to go in any further. I'm just going to say, like, let me tell you what I think about this person. No, forget it. <laughs> let me tell you the good points of Nazi Germany. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I was going. <laughs> that's all right. I'm the editor. We'll be good. It's <laughs> just like a huge trunk disappears. <laughs> It's like the old Mad TV sketch of The Sopranos when they said The Sopranos was on regular TV. Oh, yeah. And they were just like, the episode would start out and they'd be like, so, Tony, why are you here today? And he'd be like, what the fuck? And they would just cut to like the end and be like, all right, I'll see you next week. And it's just like, come watch two minutes and 30 seconds of The Sopranos. I don't know why they're so surprised here when she's like, oh, yeah, we'll go stop the rededication ceremony. And he's just like, we? Are you back on board? Like, what the right. fuck else is she going to do? If she doesn't intervene, the whole world's going to end. If she wasn't back on board, she wouldn't still be here. She would have yeah. left by now. Again, I would just like to point out, there's one apostle here. We could use another half dozen of you pricks. Right. Also, he he just said, he says that uh, Lucifer has as much to lose as everybody else. So why is it Lucifer going after these two assholes, too? I guess Lucifer doesn't know what go, what's going on, right? <laughs> right. He's got bad intelligence. Know. Yeah, he's got shit going on his own. <laughs> he fucking he fucking rolled a one. <laughs> he's like, he don't see shit that's going on. Yeah. He rolled a one on perception. It's like, what? Hey, Lucifer, what's going on? I don't know. It's hard to hear from hell. Yeah, people are like, there's a lot of shit going on up there. Nah. Um, people say they saw the Stygian triplets running around. Nah. The, figure the fucking Golgothan is running around up there. The who? <laughs> <laughs> you mean the shit monster? Oh, I'm not going up there. Yeah, ooh, who took the shit monster out? <laughs> yeah, why would anybody touch that guy? It's like, um, it appears that every angel from heaven is wandering the earth. Do you think that's unusual? Nah, no need to look into that. <laughs> well, uh, if, I, if you're Lucifer, then I'm definitely not going up there. <laughs> well, but if you're like, every angel we know of is on earth, wouldn't you be like, maybe we should go for heaven then? Oh, yeah, right. They could just walk in. It could be like, uh, what was that, like season three of uh, Game of Thrones? <laughs> where there's, there's like nobody left at Winterfell and they just show up and take it over? <laughs> Spoiler alert for a season I can't remember on a show that's been out, hasn't been on for five years. Right, right. You could you could tell me anything happened in that season now. I have no idea. But do you remember what I'm talking about? I do. I do remember when it was yeah, all. Yeah, they leave. Like They're all fighting. and everything, and, wasn't it? Yeah, they only leave a couple people behind and the, the fucking weird douchey sea people show up. Yeah. Fucking no dick McGee shows up. <laughs> and they take over the place. I mean, you could try that with heaven. I guess the hard part would be when God shows back up. That's going to be a bad day for you. Yeah, you're going to have a problem. You know, once he gets fucking back. God walks in. You're sitting in his chair. Yeah, you're going to be fucked up after that. You know, no matter what happens, that human body's going to die and he's going to be back. He's coming back. Well, I mean, if you're Lucifer and you don't know the other part of the plan where they're going to do plenary indulgence and end everything, you're just like, sweet, I'll just hang right. up here as long as I can. 
Yeah, yeah. Now, if you're a Lucifer, do they do you even fight when they show up, or does God just walk in? And you're like, I'll just go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's my time to leave. I guess. I guess yeah, that's my here. cue to get out of here. That's <laughs> like, well, <laughs> it's been real, but I'm gonna be leaving now. Yeah. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> Peace out, bitches. <laughs> Well, I mean, where's he going to send me? Hell? <laughs> true, true. Where else can he go? It's like, um, I'm already where I'm, you know, I'm already there, so. Well, I'm going to send you to super hell. <laughs> or wipe you from existence like these guys are trying to do. I mean, I guess he could do that. I, I think God prefers you to suffer, to though, so. Right, I don't know why he didn't do that to begin with, with Lucifer. Why wouldn't he just wipe him out of existence? Because I don't think he does that. Yeah, I don't think so. Because even if you're a sinner and you're fucking whatever, you don't get away from existence. You get sent to hell. And they're still trying to forgive you all the way to the last second, too. So, All right, so right at the beginning, he talks about, uh, what's his face? Lucifer conquering heaven. So you'll know that I looked up uh, the top ten greatest conquerors in history. Oh, we got a top ten. Woo, I was uh, hoping. Uh, uh, unlikely that Lucifer's on this list. Also, I already looked at the first one, so the list is already suspect. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is the actual list? Top ten what? Top 10 greatest conquerors in history. Perhaps the adjective ah. greatest is something of hollow praise for the men on this list. All right. I already looked at the first one, so it's suspect. But who you name some of the greatest conquerors in history. I've only seen one. I don't, I don't know. So Attila I'll let you try to guess first, and then I'll guess. Would you say? Attila the Hun. All right. Anybody else? Um, Come on. There's like two gimmies here. <laughs> um, conquerors. I know. I, I oh, know. people are out there are fucking screaming at you right now. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> a hunt. That's what I said. Who conquered stuff? And when they got to the end and there was no more land to conquer, they wept. Oh, Jesus. Alexander Jesus the Great. Wept. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Jesus wept. And the other one, probably the most famous conqueror of all time, famous from his appearance in Bill and Ted, Genghis Khan. Ah. I think that's who I was thinking of when I said Attila the Hunt. I believe his little war of taking shit over per capita killed the most people. Right. All right. So I'm going to go down the list here. Like I said, list is already suspect. There might be a British person on there, too, if they consider the full breadth of the British Empire at some point. But, like, I understand that person didn't conquer everything, so I don't know how that works. Like, if I take over the British Empire and they already conquered half the fucking world, like, right. and I conquer, like, one more place, do I get credit for all of it? Yeah, why not? You get the whole world. All right, now here's why I said the list is suspect, because here's number one, or 10 out of 10, George W. Bush. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, <laughs> what did he conquer? I guess Afghanistan and Iraq. I guess. Because it looks like those by territory, 423,000 square miles. Well, we don't own Iraq now. <laughs> I guess they're just saying conquered. Like, conquered is like you took them over. It doesn't, you didn't have to stay there forever. I guess. But, All right, uh, let's see if it gets any better. Number nine, Francisco Pizarro. Do you remember him from your history class? No, I do not. You should have, you, because I remember hearing him in my daughter's one. He was a Spanish conquistador. So chances are, not a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, he conquered lots of South America. Okay. He basically defeated an entire nation with only horses and 160 soldiers. That's impressive. Huh. He was somewhere in in and around Peru. Mahmud of Ghazni, 680,000 square miles. You're just going to say people I never heard of. He's oh, the first. Listen, listen, I didn't even know this one. He was the first sultan in history. <laughs> he was the first what? Oh, shit. We're so dumb. Here's an easy one we missed. 
I'm saying people are out there screaming. They're probably like, hey, dipshit, did you forget like the most famous person in history? Napoleon Bonaparte, 720,000 square miles. <laughs> Napoleon. Okay. Yeah, that makes Whoops. sense. Wait, he's only like number seven? Yeah. But remember, it's by how much territory you conquered. Territory, yeah. So I'm wondering if Hitler's on here, too. That's, I was going to mention Hitler, but I was Number six, say, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> 1.3 million square Hitler. miles. <laughs> I was going to say Hitler, and, I, and then I thought you were going to say, you stupid fucking asshole. He didn't, he didn't conquer anything. Yeah, I was so busy thinking of the ones from years ago that I wasn't thinking of, like, modern-day asswipes. Now, right. Number five, congratulations, Chris, Attila the Hun. Woo, I got one. 1.45 million square miles. I got also one. known That's as oh, he's got a kick-ass know. nickname too. Attila the Hun, also known as Flagellum Day or Scourge of God. <laughs> oh, the sc- I am the Scourge of God. That sounds like a good uh, one. Yeah. He controlled an empire from Italy to Germany, Russia, Poland, and southeastern Europe. Wow! Holy crap! He never successfully conquered Persian Constantinople. He repeatedly invaded the Roman Empire. Hey, bitches, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming back again. Well, if you repeatedly, that means you never really conquered it, right? Yeah, well, you just keep fucking with them. Uh, yeah, number four, yeah, yeah. Cyrus the Great, two million square miles. Wow. Often described as the founder of the Persian Empire. I mean, I know the Persian Empire was fucking huge, so. All yeah, I remember the, about Persia is um, Sparta. They, they, they came to Sparta. Yeah, well, that's how they got there was from this dude. Persia okay. remained in existence for a long, long time. It was often attributed to the spread of Islam in the Islamic Golden Age. Number... Get the fuck out of the way with this goddamn ad. Number three, Tamerlane. Can't see how much it is because there's a fucking ad in the way. Let's just assume it's a lot. I don't want to <laughs> oh click on God, it. because I think Tamerlane. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know who that is. Commonly known in history as Tamerlane is the second greatest Asian conqueror who founded the Timur dynasty. Known as the Sword of Islam, he tried to recreate Genghis Khan's empire. Huh? We don't know him because he was more he wasn't Christian, that's why we don't know him. Number two wait, wait. again, can't see it because there's fucking things in the way. I'm gonna try to remove this goddamn thing. There's an ad for fucking roofing place that can't get out the goddamn way. <laughs> Jesus Christ, even clicking on it didn't get rid of it. You suck at this top ten list. You suck. Listen. I can say it, but I can't see how many fucking miles it is because it's got deep things in the way. <laughs> Just make up miles. I was going to check it. Son of a bitch. Four Alexander the Great. 2.18 million square miles for Alexander the Great. So he's only like 0.1 miles more than the last well, He was like over 100,000 square miles more. He was a great one because he, he conquered all this shit. And he was like, yeah, he conquered so much stuff. And it immediately fucking fell apart as soon as he died. Yeah. Number one, Genghis Khan. 4.86 million square miles. Genghis Khan was a badass, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he pretty much. Without a doubt, the greatest conqueror in history. He conquered more than double the area of Alexander the Great. Holy shit. Like, where did he go? Like, was he already only in, like... He started from Mongolia and just fucking went everywhere. Here, I'll see if I can... Plus, he was, like I said, he was in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. (laughs) <laughs> Meanwhile, Jeff's getting a uh, new roof put on from his advertisement. Yeah, I clicked on that advertisement. I, they seemed like they had a pretty good deal going on. <laughs> See, here's the problem. I tried to like get an easy answer of like, hey, how big was his empire? No, there are no simple answers in life. You know, it's got to give me, well, we're going to give you the entire history of everything. I don't fucking care. It's not that there's no simple answers in life. There's no simple answers on the internet. That's what you should have said. So it looks like from this totally 
useless map that I brought up. The Mongol Empire stretched basically from like Korea and Mongolia all the way down south through China, wow. all the way to the northern tip of India and west oh, to like wow. the Black Sea into like uh, basically to Afghanistan. And he was so you're talking like at the time. you're talking like modern day like China, Mongolia, all the Stan countries, all the way to the fucking Black Sea, right? Or the like Caspian half the, Sea, half the world. Listen, if that was today, there'd be like two billion people living there. Yeah, yeah. He was all the way into India. Yeah, and it depends on which one you look at. Because like this one I'm looking at here, it has him like all the way into like, holy fuck, is this the other one? This one's into like Eastern Europe. Wow. Could you imagine, like, you can't, it's impossible to govern a place that size now. <laughs> right, well, that's what I'm thinking. He's the ruler of all of that. All the stuff that he left behind is do whatever the hell they want. Well, you just leave your dudes behind. I'm like, yeah, I guess. This, is, this is my cousin, Phil Khan. He's in charge of <laughs> this area while I'm gone. <laughs> if, I, if I hear from him that something's going on, could, the problem here, how he handled situations was he'd pull up to a city. And he already had the reputation because he already fucked up a lot of places. So imagine, right. Genghis Khan's already conquered like 20 cities, right? He shows up to here, our city. And he's like, all right, you got two choices. You open the gates, you let me in. I become your ruler. Um, I really won't change that much, but you'll give 10% of everything to me. But, you know, you can keep your religion. I don't give a fuck. Or you can fight me. I'll burn your fucking city down and kill every single person in there. Uh, just let me know what you're going to do by nightfall. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, 10%. Take it. I was giving it to the church anyway at that point. Yeah, so. like, that's basically what it was. It was like, hey, you can, you know, you'll come under our rule. You know, you'll probably have to give us soldiers. You'll have to do shit like that. But it's just like, I mean, for the, the time frame, you know, like, before the Middle Ages, like, the, I can't imagine it was any worse than anybody else. I what is he doing? Just marching through? This is what he thought. Just, they had just, just like, they had the, forward. you never seen the Mongol horsemen? I have, they were just—they were like essentially yeah. unstoppable at that time. Yeah, so they just because marched through. Oh, all right, we did this city. Now we're just moving to the next one. The next. If one, they the could have kept their shit together, they could have conquered all of Europe. That I have heard before because they were like Europe's running around with their fucking douchey knights, like damn a knight. And then like, meanwhile, these dudes are like, yeah, we can ride on the back of this fucking horse at thirty miles an hour while firing arrows off of it that go right through your shitty armor. Yeah. So by the time they rolled up into like Eastern Europe, they're now a well-made fighting force. They would have fucking steamrolled through Europe. Right. I think what happened was, I think, you may not know this, Chris, but I'm not a historian. I, I don't <laughs> have deep knowledge of the Mongol Empire. I think when they got to this point, I think he died. And their rule oh. was to pick the next Khan, they had to go all the way back to Mongolia. Instead of just being oh, so like, well, Genghis Khan's dead. Fucking Kublai Khan, you're in charge now. Let's keep going. They went all the way back. And by the time they got all their shit together, yeah, well, now you have enemies up on your borders. <laughs> yeah, you just let everybody in all the way back to where you came from. It must have been so much fun back then, just constantly fighting over your borders. Oh, my God. It sounds so friggin' uh, – it sounds like a lot of work. Like, like we're so used to now of like, yeah, that's the border right there, the border between our countries. But you're not constantly trying to kick Canada out. Like, hey, motherfuckers, stay on your side. Right. <laughs> we'll kick them Canadians' asses. That's what we'll yeah, do. Like, yeah, like, well, you know what happened last night? The Canadians came down and took like 30 miles of Maine. So now we got to go up there and fight and get it back. <laughs> right, right. They're just constantly going back and forth, back and forth too. No, thank yeah. you. And then it's just like, yeah, it turns out they just, they just burned down Portland. So now we're going to go up to <laughs> Ottawa and burn that the fuck down. 
All right. Well, on that charming note, um, basically our heroes are back on their quest. That's that's pretty much where we ended up. Yes. Which that's good for the end we of the week. They're getting ready to go do their stuff. Did we talk about this minute at all? I'm sure we did. <laughs> I mean, we talked about all the important stuff. We talked about you know what they're doing. We talked about my roofing needs. True. True. Genghis Khan. Attila Hun. All right. Fucking do our plugs, bitch, so we can get out of here. We are the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We're on DuelingGenre.com. Go check out MoviesByMinutes.com and look around. Find a movie you like. If you don't find a movie you like, do it yourself. Anything else, Jeff? Oh, that's right. It's Friday. Go ahead. Revelation 12, 7 through 9. Then war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back. But he was not strong enough, and they lost their place in heaven. The great dragon was hurled down, that ancient serpent called the devil, or Satan, who leads the whole world astray. He was hurled to the earth, and his angels with him. This is where I get confused. Was there really a dragon? Was the devil a dragon? <laughs> is that a real dragon? Is that a metaphorical dragon? <laughs> it's a metaphorical dragon? I'm lost. I'm scared. Was it Puff the Magic Dragon? He <laughs> <laughs> lived by a sea. And frolicked in the autumn mist in a land called Hanalee. Wow.